What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. It's really easy to use, you guys. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. We have a whole squad that can really hoop and get the job done. We got our way to win. It's simple, simple, simple for us. The first team ever in the 74-year history of the NBA to come back from being down 3-1 twice in the same playoffs. Nuggets down one into Murray. Here we go. Ten seconds. Murray to Jokic. Jokic. What's up, Nuggets fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Chicken Nuggets podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia. You can follow me and all the work that I do at Vita Viva Diva on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere, TikTok, literally everywhere. <laughs> that is where you can find me on Snapchat, everywhere. Um, so if you're interested in following all the things that I do, I'm putting out uh, bets every game for the Nuggets games. Tonight I hit on Tyrese Maxey over one and a half threes. That one cash, so that's pretty good. Um, so yeah, I put up bets every game day for the Nuggets and for the Broncos right now, all thanks to Play Maverick Sports with the Grand Z Casino, the newest Colorado sports mobile sports book. You can download it. Play Bet Mavericks straight to your phone and start betting on games on a regular basis. They have all your local sports games and all the all the basic sports you can get: uh, basketball, baseball, football. Um, and of course, you can join me and Champ Bailey on December fifth for the Chiefs Broncos game. We'll be out there uh, at the Grand Z Casino in Central City hosting 
another fun event, just like I did for the UFC night, but this one will be during the day on December 5th, which is a Sunday, for that Chiefs-Broncos game. We're going to have food, drinks, there's going to be betting happening. It's a really comfortable sports book. Like It feels more like just somebody's living room. Like It feels like a lounge area. There's couches, there's high tops. You can um, watch on the big screen or on a smaller screen, but there's a ton of different screens in their sports book. And then there's also just like really close by, what I like to see are some tables. So poker tables close by, blackjack tables close by. You can literally sit and at a table and be playing blackjack and then watch from where you're sitting watch there so that's always fun to be able to do that as well um during during the broncos game there's going to be food like i said and of course champ bailey so if you want to meet him and get something signed by him champ bailey will be in the house former bronco so that's going to be a really fun event i really hope everybody can join uh, those of you who can make it, I appreciate it. I would love to meet you. I'll take photos with you. Um, I'll bet with you. We're going to talk all things Broncos that day. And um, it's going to be a really fun time. So I think I've said that like 20 times. I promise you it'll be a fun time. Um, so yeah, definitely join. Follow me on social media for all the updates. And then I'll be doing the next UFC event as well on December 11th at the same place. So if you can't make December 5th, we'll make December 11th work. But hope to see you there. Tonight the Nuggets drop their first 100-plus point game. First one this season where they allow 100-plus points to be scored at home. They had held every other opponent mm -hmm. to under 100 points um, at home this season so far and the Sixers come to town injured totally beaten up and score 100 points absolutely not what we expected um, not what I don't think anyone had the Sixers winning this game they had been on a losing streak um, no Embiid no Ben Simmons no Thibault Lots of guys out for the Sixers, but lots of guys out for the Nuggets too, right? The Nuggets already knew that they were going into this season without their second guy. Um, I guess the Sixers are in a similar place since they knew they're going into their season without Ben Simmons. Um, but we still have yet to see Embiid take on Nikola Jokic since 2019, you guys. December of 2019 was the last time those two faced off and I think Embiid I think the Sixers won that game in December they also played um in November of 2019 and the Nuggets won and Embiid played but since then they haven't seen each other and it's been all Nicola since then you know 2019 was kind of when Nicola started to be in the MVP conversation um, that's when the shutdown happened and they went to the bubble. And of course the bubble run really brought a lot more light and attention to Nicola. And then 2020 <laughs> season to 2021, um, they didn't play at all in 2020, which is weird. Right. And then they played again in 2021, 
but no Embiid. But all every time there's always something, right? Like injury or something going on. So I know he's not just ducking Nicola straight up, but it's just oddly coincidental that he always misses a good fight against a guy that he's often compared to and that are often their names are often in the MVP race and talked about in similar ways. So just kind of funny that that hasn't happened yet. But the Nuggets really really come out flat in this game. Um, bad defense, Will Barton said. Nobody defended, himself included. Um, he was a step slower, I would say, on the defensive end, but he's. this was his first game back after, the, uh, after having a tightness, tightening up in warm-ups uh, a few games back against the Blazers. He ends up not playing because of that tightening up during warm-ups, and then comes back tonight against the Sixers. He didn't have a terrible night. He actually played quite well on the offensive side of the ball. I thought that he um, was shooting pretty well, especially in the first half, but then they went cold. Uh, their, their second unit came in in the second quarter, and they were cold. They really struggled. Um, and then the starters came in to f- close out that first half of the game on a good uh, run and just couldn't get it back together after that after halftime mike malone gets thrown out of the game tonight um yeah he gets <laughs> a double tech he get the first one he said he said he wasn't planning on getting thrown out you know he didn't plan I guess he said, you know, usually technicals are thought out and planned. But after his first technical, he he didn't even think he was going to get the first one. He was just trying to advocate, which was funny because I turned to Vinny, uh, who sits next to me during games, and I was like, did you notice both coaches are so pissed off? Both coaches thought on that possession that they they deserved, each of them thought they deserved uh, a foul like their team, right? So they're both hands in the air screaming at the referees. And it was in a greatly refed game. They definitely let the guys play more than other referees have. But Malone just loses it. Like he erupted and ends up walking um, onto the court and well, running up to charging kind of at the ref. And <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever seen Malone uh, angry, but he was red hot and he charged at, that's my dog. Thank you everyone for everyone's awareness. That was my dog. Obviously she, she thinks that she should be barking at me right now because I've spent all day at ball arena, which is just not true. I've spent all day with you. So calm down. Um, (laughs) sorry about that guys. But yeah, Malone really charged at the ref a bit and looked like his blood was boiling. His skin was bright red. Uh, but it usually is during a game, and that's where he got the second technical. Joker jumps between the ref and Malone, and I think it was more show than anything, you know. I think Malone wants his players to know that he's advocating for them, that he's fighting for them, he's in their corner that they don't have to do all the arguing with the refs, that he will take that on for them. And typically, we, you know, I I think most of the time, technical fouls are, are calculated by their, the coach. 
and Malone said this one wasn't. He didn't think he was gonna get the first one, and then he, it just blew up into a second one, and he had had enough. It was time to go, so uh, no Malone for the second half, which really threw a wrench into I say it threw a wrench into things because um, Adelman and Malone's coaching staff go right to Marcus Howard in the third quarter. Like, I get it. P.J. Dozier was flat. A lot of players were flat tonight. P.J. had zero points. Um, Monte and Aaron Gordon had bad games. They were also struggling Morris would just shot five for 13 Aaron Gordon four for 13 Jeff Green did not take any shots zero and he had one rebound like I don't know if he's tired or what's going on but if that's the effort you're gonna put out there then just don't go out man you're not gonna cut you're playing most of your minutes with Nikola Jokic. There's no reason why you shouldn't be looking better than a 0.0 assist and one rebound game in 23 minutes. Goodness. Green does um, defend better than some of the other options, so I get why they go to him. But Nikola has commented on enjoying playing with Jeff Green and enjoying the way that he plays. And I think when Jeff Green does the minimal cutting um, and movement on the floor for spacing purposes, he Nicola finds him. And he can easily have a quick, you know, 10 points. So I don't know why he's played so disappointingly over the last couple of games, but I definitely think it could have to do with how much older he is and maybe he's just tired. Um, one rebound though, that's your entire stat line. That's pretty weak, pretty weak. Uh, Bones Highland also had a rough game. He was 0 for 7, uh, from the field with just two points and three rebounds. 0 for 5 from three point range. Had two free throws, a minus 21 tonight. Very, very rough game from Bones and P.J. Dozier, who are typically guys that you do see hit threes, hit farther, I guess farther out. Typically, they've been shooting from downtown this year. P.J. is and Bones are also good off the dribble, and they didn't really do that tonight against the Sixers. Um, P.J. was uh, minus 24 tonight, so... The worst as far as plus-minus box score goes. And it was just not a fun game to watch, really. It was slow. The under hit. 103.89 is the official um, score for the final score. Fun to watch Monte play against his old friend in Nyang. I think I'm saying that right. Nyang. Um, 
he had a block on Monte, man. He sent that ball flying into the stands. And they're both friends from back at Iowa State. And so uh, it's just kind of funny to watch that interaction. But I really like watching old college players or old college teammates face off. I think it's fun to watch since they kind of know each other's games a little bit better. But Monte had a rough night. I did like what I saw from Jamichael Green tonight. I thought that he he played well, better than he has been playing. Um, he was still a minus eight, but he had this one dunk where he, he powered through like two sixers straight up and and got up to dunk it two handed. It it was impressive. I thought that he um, did a really good job. And he knows when to go up, right? So he waits for the defense defense to jump, and then on their way down, he goes up to get that foul call. So just some smart plays by Jamichael tonight. I think that he probably is a better fit against this Sixers team than the other green. Um, Unless, of course, it's just chalking it up to being tired and not wanting to do it, right? The Nuggets trailed all night long, so it was not as fun as usual. There were even moments when you would look up and you'd be like, oh, they're they're losing. I didn't know because it didn't feel like they were losing. Um, it didn't feel like the Sixers were playing incredibly well by any means. And in fact, um, the Nuggets had almost the exact amount, same amount of three-point opportunities or attempts as the Sixers they they made the same amount the Sixers made 11 the Nuggets made 12 um but the Nuggets just made 20 regular baskets two-point baskets out of 53 attempts while the Sixers um had 56 attempts and made 32 so there's your big deficit it was a pretty fair match otherwise, same amount of free throws or close to the same amount of free throws taken, um, and just a few more made by the Nuggets than the Sixers. The points in the paint were where it really killed the Nuggets, and I think people continuously harp on Nicola's ability to defend in the paint, and that's really... I don't think that's really the problem. I think he's been fairly good on defense. Um, but not tonight. Tonight, it was definitely a pro- part of the problem. So, um, I don't know. I think you can't get too bogged down on a loss like this. I know that Nuggets fans never want to lose to the Sixers, but I don't think it can be too much of a staying on them especially for the players because they have to get right back to it tomorrow they play Chicago tomorrow night I'll be giving away a Michael Jordan fathead at the Chicago Bulls uh, game at Ball Arena that is their last home game uh, for the week and then they go on the road Phoenix and Portland Phoenix on Sunday Portland on Tuesday they come home to play the Milwaukee Bucks the day after Thanksgiving, and then they're on the road for quite a while. So they really need to figure out or get some answers to Michael Porter Jr.'s injury and figure out what they're going to do 
if they have to move forward without him for a larger chunk of time because after Thanksgiving, they are on the road for about two straight weeks um, without returning home. So they're going to need to figure out when's the, when the, if, if MPJ is not coming back prior to that road trip, then coming back on the road trip seems weird. And I think we'll get some sort of update on what, what's going on with MPJ. Uh, if he doesn't head out on the road with the Nuggets after Thanksgiving. Um, and if that's the case, then we, I would have to assume that it's a bit worse than I thought it was. And, and not just than we thought it was, but also than we're being told, right? Every time we've asked, and we've asked a lot, uh, and by we I mean media, we've asked a lot. MPJ every time has, every time we've asked about him, they say the same thing. It's no big deal. We're just giving him time to rest. So right now we're trying to just, you know, have positive, <laughs> believe positive intentions in the team, I guess, and believe that they're telling us the truth. But it is concerning that we haven't heard anything yet. So I'd expect to hear something pretty soon. Um, that's probably going to do it for me on this episode of the Chicken Nuggets podcast. I definitely think that this was not a fun game. <laughs> I think that the Nuggets will bounce back after this loss. I just don't think that they're the kind of team that gets bogged down by a loss like this. So I'd expect them to bounce back tomorrow at the Bulls game. Like I mentioned, Michael Jordan Fathead will be given away during that game. Um, and if you're following me on Twitter and Instagram, make sure to, uh, enter to win any of the giveaways. I have tons of ticket giveaways happening all the time. So be sure to turn on your notifications and enter to win those giveaways so that you can participate. Um, and of course, come hang out with me and Champ Bailey up at uh, the Grand Z Casino on December 5th. We'd love to see you for the Chiefs-Broncos game. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back this weekend with a Chicken Nuggets Grill episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.